Welcome back to Cozy Chats. I am one of your hosts, Corey, and I go by he, him, his pronouns. I'm Sasha. I go by she, her, hers pronouns. I'm Maxine, and I go by all the female pronouns, she, her, hers. (laughs) And thank you for joining us today. Uh, Today is definitely going to be a uh, special episode. (laughs) Um, We're actually not recording on our regular recording days, mostly because uh, as of the time of this recording, uh, this weekend is Juneteenth. (laughs) So you guys are going to be getting this episode, uh, I'm not sure. Technically, this episode isn't going to come out, at least if we follow our usual schedule for like another two weeks, but we may just drop this one this week as far as you'll hear this after Juneteenth. Yeah, so we're recording this just before Juneteenth, but you guys will be hearing it, you know, right after Juneteenth. And so we won't be actually recording this Sunday, but we did want to get something out for you guys. So here we are. Mm-hmm. Time for, you know, our regular church announcements. Um, <laughs> so you know all of the things. We would like you to like, share, follow, subscribe, you know, to the podcast or on whatever listening app that you're listening to. If it's on Spotify, feel free to follow. If it's on Apple Music, feel free to subscribe and rate and review the podcast. Let us know how you're feeling about us. Uh, also, feel free to follow us on all of our social media. We are Cozy Chat Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can always feel free to email us articles, suggestions, uh, reviews, anything. You can send all of that to Cozy Chat Podcast at gmail.com. These have been your church announcements. <laughs> yes. And yeah, that's enough for the church announcements. We don't pass the collection plate around here, at least not at the moment. So um, getting into, you know, how has everyone been this week? Again, it's going to be Juneteenth this upcoming weekend. You know, do you guys have any plans for the weekend? Yeah, for me, I'll be lighting a set. (laughs) So I wouldn't really be celebrating, celebrating, but I'll be celebrating in spirit. Um, as I'm working. <laughs> yeah, not gonna celebrate, just gonna relax. I got off work for Juneteenth. So I've got off Friday for Juneteenth, so I'm gonna enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, it's gonna be a pretty chill weekend. Like, people are out here celebrating in the streets. I'm not trying to play fast and loose with my life. COVID's still here. <laughs> yeah. That is true. And you can't trust that everyone's vaccinated. So they take care of themselves. Yeah. yeah. As for me, I am going to be spending my Juneteenth in Baltimore. Um, not entirely sure what I'm going to be doing in Baltimore. So I'm definitely going to be looking up, see what Juneteenth turnups are happening in Baltimore. Uh, but yeah, that's where I'm going to be this weekend. Spending Juneteenth and Father's Day there. Wait, Father's Day is this weekend? Yes. (laughs) Father's Day is Oh my God. What the? She's not being (laughs) cursed. I was like, yep, Father's Day is upon us. Yes. Length and I for Mother's Day is Father's Day already. Boom. Wow. 
That's crazy. On the same weekend as Juneteenth. Yes. So you definitely know all the barbecue is going to be extra lit this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And a lot of traffic. Oh, yeah. But speaking of, you know, Juneteenth and getting, you know, the Friday off, because for one of my jobs, we also have the Friday off. Um, But I think that was just like a, a mandate that my organization did kind of separate from what's going on. But for those of you who, you know what? Actually, let's let's save that because that conversation, um, you know, for those of you who don't know, the Senate has just unanimously voted to make Juneteenth a federal holiday. There's a lot of mixed feelings about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get too heavily into whether we are for or against or somewhere in the middle, does for those listeners who may not entirely know what Juneteenth is, do one of you guys want to explain it for us? I've got the, the crappy version. So <laughs> Juneteenth, which was June 19th, 1865, is when some slave when enslaved people in Galveston, Texas found out about emancipation and that they were freed. So now people celebrate it like it's the Black Fourth July. That's mm. like the crux of it, I would say. Yeah. Happy um, Juneteenth, y'all. Exactly. Um, I guess, yeah, that's the simplest and kind of most basic explanation for it would definitely be to say that it is the Black for the July. Technically, you know, when this country was founded, July 4th, uh, Black people were still slaves in this country. Um, So it wouldn't be until almost a hundred years later that we would have a whole civil war, you know, we would have the Emancipation Proclamation, but even then, you know, uh, plantation owners and everything were, were steadfast to hold on to the institution of slavery. So it wasn't until June 19th, 1865, when this uh, plantation finally received the news about the emancipation and about their freedom. You know, so Juneteenth has different names. Some refer to it as Freedom Day, some as Liberation Day, some as, again, Black Independence Day. But Juneteenth is just a day for all of us to really celebrate the end of enslavement as as it was in the United States, you know, because we know slavery didn't necessarily end. It just transformed, you know, into what is now our prison industrial system. But for the most part, right, Black people had their had their freedom again for all of our history buffs and everything like that we know it's a lot more complicated than that you know we comes to like jim crow and reconstruction and everything that's going on right but it's definitely still a day for us to re, to reflect to you know celebrate where we are now to celebrate family to celebrate our ancestors who 
you know, survived and made it through such a horrific system and institution to bring us to where we are today. So that is Juneteenth. If you don't know about it, that's okay, right? Um, it's definitely not something that is, you know, taught in schools or anything like that. So there's a good chance that you may not have known about it. Um, when was like the first time either of you like heard about Juneteenth? Like, I don't think I really heard about it until like I was in college. I would say maybe two to three years ago. Like, and I didn't really understand what it was at the time when I first heard about it. But as the years have passed, like I've learned a little bit more about it each year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, for me, Juneteenth, um, it was really recent. I think like during COVID, that's when I like really knew about Juneteenth because um, what's that actor's name? I think it's China something. I forgot what's her last name. But she was like on Disney Channel and stuff. Um, but she no, was it her? China no, 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 no. and McLean. Yeah, but I'm confusing it for the other girl from Blackish. Do you know that that girl with the glasses who was the nerd in Blackish? Uh, you know the daughter. Like, you yeah, the about daughter. Mar oh. Marci Martin. Yeah. I think that's her name. But like I I don't know how to pronounce her name, sorry. <laughs> she has like a production company and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. She um what you call have made like an Instagram post about Juneteenth and why it's important. I was like, oh wait, there's a, <laughs> there's a bl another black holiday. Cool. Um that's like that was my impression of it at first because I never even heard of Juneteenth before. That was never taught to me or anything. So even this rundown is like pretty new to me too. I started learning about it in college um it was definitely i'm not entirely sure like when in college um but it was definitely something where i was like kind of put on to it you know while i think i was maybe a sophomore in college or no it may have been even yeah i think it was probably sophomore year when i started getting into like you know student government and kind of hanging around like different um campus organizations and stuff like that. And you had like Black Freedom Society, which I'm not even sure if it was called Black Freedom Society at that point, but I started kind of looking into it and I'd be like, oh, and then people started talking about it on like social media and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, what is this Juneteenth, right? Um, I feel like Juneteenth is definitely something, um, if you were like in the South, you probably, you know, are more familiar with it. Definitely up here in like, you know, New York City, New Jersey area. It was definitely something where it was like, oh, we're slowly starting to hear about it. And it's been growing and growing over the last few years as like a celebration that all of us should be participating in and acknowledging. So I would definitely appreciated its growth. Just another kind of Juneteenth fact for those of you who don't know, Juneteenth does have its own flag. Uh, well, yeah, so there is a Juneteenth flag, right? That's associated with Juneteenth and associated with being like an African-American flag and stuff like that. And it definitely uh, harkens to its, you know, Texas, Texan roots. Um, it has those very American red, white, and blue colors, color palette. Um, 
along with what I believe is the Texas Lone Star in the middle. Um, and then the star is kind of outlined by like a white kind of flare. Uh, we'll definitely post a picture on our social media page so that, you know, for those of you who don't know what it looks like, can get like a good, you know, visual for the flag. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it is a very beautiful design for the flag. So there's a lot that comes with, you know, Juneteenth and kind of learning about it. Um, and again, this is something that I want to say even all Black people across the country were really celebrating, or even now all celebrate, but it wasn't something that was as widely known um, until much more recently. I think with the advent of like social media and us being able to share stuff, you know, we were able to share this Juneteenth celebration with each other and get more of us to learn about it and acknowledge it and start celebrating it amongst ourselves. So that's definitely been something that's I've noticed happening at least around like the last five or more years. You know, that's, that's the thing I was wondering about. Like, why now is it popular? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why wasn't it taught in the same yeah. way that the other things were taught before? Yeah, so like I said, you know, this is, Juneteenth celebrates the liberation that happened in this, at this particular plantation in Texas. And I believe that for a long while, um, Juneteenth or Freedom Day or Liberation Day was primarily celebrated in the South. Um, definitely feel free any, if any of our listeners uh, have more knowledge about this and want to correct us on it, definitely feel free to comment or send us an email. Mm-hmm. But I believe it was definitely something that was primarily like celebrated in like Southern states, right? And again, it's like the advent of social media and us sharing our different celebrations and stuff like that, that people like, hey, you know, we don't have to celebrate the 4th of July. The 4th of July, you know, it's cool and everything, but like, what does that really mean for us as Black people when on the 4th of July, when this country we now call America, United States of America was founded, you know, our ancestors were still enslaved in this country versus yeah. celebrating June, we should, you know, celebrate Juneteenth, you know, which is when you could say that, you know, America truly acknowledged independence and freedom and stuff like that. Again, it's a bit fuzzy on that because we know even after, you know, emancipation, this country has not really ever wanted to acknowledge our freedoms and rights and stuff like that. But, you know, as far as us exiting out of that, you know, the torturous system that was, you know, chattel slavery, that system was finally abolished and ended in the country. Yeah. It makes sense as to why people want to celebrate Juneteenth instead of July 4th, especially for Black people, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, like, then what's the issue? 
It sounds yeah. like a great holiday. It know? is a great holiday. Well, so I guess getting into, you know, the issue of that's been coming up on social media right now, kind of like what we were just saying, like Juneteenth isn't a new holiday, but for some of us, you know, this is relatively new or, you know, we're just kind of getting into it and stuff like that. Um, and it's definitely something where it's like Juneteenth is a holiday that's very specific to Black people and our Black experience, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not something that I think, I'm not sure exactly how I want to phrase this. So kind of getting into what we mentioned earlier, you know, the Senate has just decided that they want to make Juneteenth a federal holiday. Um, it's not official official yet. So if the bill or whatever went back to the, uh, the House in Congress. So it's going there for like, you know, another approval and stuff like that, right? But there's this idea of Juneteenth becoming a federal holiday. You would think that would be a momentous occasion, right? You think, you know, this is a holiday in which, you know, the United States is kind of really, quote unquote, celebrating the end of slavery or acknowledging the end of slavery in a way that it really hasn't in the past. However, just to give context, you know, as of the time of this recording, that we are also in a country in which we have states that are disenfranchising black and brown people across the country, especially after this election, in which a generally very red and Republican state, Georgia, you know, was flipped when black people, particularly black people were galvanized to vote in record numbers, right? In order to flip the senators in that state from red to blue. So now Democrats have the majority uh, in the Senate, right? And that was something that was very momentous and very important, you know, for this like past election year. And since, since that moment, you know, Republicans in Southern states like Georgia, like Alabama, like Texas, like Florida, have been burning that midnight oil in order to put different laws and regulations in place in order to limit and make it difficult for black and brown people to ever vote in those type of record numbers ever again. Right, so that they never have a situation ever again where, you know, we can vote, you know, in the way we voted and to make our voices heard in the way that we made our voices heard this past presidential election. We also have in this political climate right now, the whole discussion about critical race theory and we have, you know, different states and boards of educations, particularly in Southern states, you know, like Texas, which are trying to ban the teaching of critical race theory in schools. And for those of you who listened to our episode in which we talked about critical race theory and those for you who didn't, 
just a quick reminder, critical race theory, um, at least in the way we talk about it now, particularly when it comes to like education, critical race theory is kind of just like, just the study of race in the United States and how race has impacted the way that, you know, the United States has made policies, the way race has been, you know, a factor in a lot of the different laws and legislations and the systems and how race has impacted those systems and how those systems have impacted different peoples of different racial back backgrounds, particularly black people in this country, right? So critical race theory is like a critical and thoughtful review of race in this country, you know, from its inception through slavery to reconstruction to Jim Crow, right? But now Republicans and conservatives are trying to stop schools from teaching about race, period. They don't want you to teach about race. They don't want you to teach about white supremacy. They don't want you to teach, you know, even about slavery. You know, in Texas in particular is very uh, notorious because in their textbooks, they, continue, they are continuously trying to reclassify slavery as some sort, as some form of indentured servitude in which, you know, oh, slaves weren't like slaves and they weren't really like abused. They were kind of just like, you know, they were workers, they came, they worked, you know, the white plantation owners, you know, they fed them, they gave them houses. It's this, they're really trying to whitewash and romanticize slavery in a way that makes it seem like, oh, slavery was this okay magical, magical thing, you know, and that white people didn't cause any harm, you know, to any other group of people in this country. So in this time in which we have legislation being passed that is trying to ban the discussion of race in our classrooms, in a climate in which we are continuously trying, talking about whether, about defunding, you know, or abolishing police, the current police institutions that we have, and possibly replacing them with something new. You know, when we're talking, talking about reparations, right? When we're talking about addressing all the different, all the systemic harm that this country has done to black people, you know, we can't even get an anti-lynching bill, an anti-lynching bill, a bill that says lynching is a federal hate crime, right? You would think it would be a no-brainer, yes. Lynching and hanging people should be a federal crime. You know, we can't even get that, you know, passed through our current Congress as it exists, right? Yeah. All these different things, but, right, all these things that really impact us on the day-to-day. -day. But, you know, Congress is like, hey, well, you know, We'll make Juneteenth a federal holiday. We'll get the paid day off, right? And this, it just rubs people the wrong way. It's like, so all these things that actually impact us, and if you really, you know, cared about, you know, your Black constituents, 
on any fundamental level, you know, if we cared about race on any fundamental level, right, we'd be addressing these things. Yeah. But we're, we're not addressing any of these things, but we're going to make this federal holiday. And then why, just another federal holiday where a bunch of, where everyone, but it's particularly, you know, this has been a, a thing that's been brought up that you're going to have all these white people it's like, ooh, Juneteenth, I get this paid day off, right? Mm, and there's yeah. this feeling of like commodification and commercialization and, you know, yeah. the seeds of capitalism, which is just going to turn, attempt to turn Juneteenth into just this, uh, this, you know, very capitalistic, very, you know, surface level holiday, like, you know, Cinco de Mayo, or Christmas, or any of these other holidays that at one point may have had significant meaning, but now it's just like, oh, it's just another day for white people to turn up, you know, maybe they come in with their stereotypical African or black or like whatever gown, they get some sweet black sounding drinks at the bar, you know, Mm -hmm. and they have a nice day off, right? And again, on the one hand, like if all these other things weren't going on, if maybe we were addressing police brutality in any type of meaningful way in this country, you know, if we weren't trying to ban the discussion of race in our schools, you know, if all these, if all these other things were different, I think the talk of like Juneteenth being a federal holiday would have a very different tone. Yeah. You know, it might have a much more positive outlook. But the fact that you're trying to make this a federal holiday but at the same time, you're not trying to have any meaningful, you know, create any, yeah, any meaningful legislation when it comes to these other things that directly impact Black lives yeah. is a slap in the face. And it seems very patronizing. It seems very condescending. It seems very gaslighting. It's, yeah. just, it's a lot they're, of lot of things. They're throwing us crumbs and expecting us to do a little jig for it. They're like, hey, here's a little cheese, you little mice. You're going to ignore everything else that's going around because we've given you some cheese to eat. Yeah. When you put it like that, yeah, I can understand why now. Um, Yeah, especially the part where you're like, you know, it could just be a paid holiday that everyone celebrates but not take seriously, you know? And that's a problem, you know, because slaves were you know, the backbone of this country and they suffered blood, sweat, and tears to build this country, yet for us to just have everyone celebrate it as like some, you know, one of those other holidays, like you were saying, with Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff. And it's it's not. It's people's lives that have, you know, been lost, who have been tortured and everything. It needs to be taken seriously and with care. And it's kind of like, it reminds me of the time with, um, you know, it was like... <clears throat> I think a couple of years ago with, um, I think with the Oscars, you know how like there was just one point where you saw a lot of black films getting nominated for no reason. Um, and it was because like the year before that, like there were complaints about how the Oscars is racist and they weren't, um, they weren't like Oscar promoting so black films. White. Yeah, Oscar yeah, so yeah. white. Yeah, 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 that, during that time and how like their response was just to like, you know, give a bunch of awards to a lot of black films without like really meaning it as a mm-hmm. way to like jump up. And they did that with the Grammys. 
for Beyonce and that white guy who no one even knows about. But um, yeah, yeah. I don't, even, I, I don't even know the yeah. song he was nominated for. He didn't even talk like, about Beck. <laughs> His song was really good. It, it was actually a good album. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if she but in comparison to Beyonce, Beyonce, like I, come on, <laughs> like. Like, I'm not a big Beyonce fan, so I didn't listen to the album, so I can't judge it. Yeah. I listened to his uh, album, though. Yeah, but even, uh, like, I wouldn't say I'm a Beyonce fan either. And I think, you know, not to get on a tangent, but, like, yeah, you know, and I think same thing happened, you know, when Adele won over Beyonce like that. And even in her speech, Adele was like, yeah, y'all serious? <laughs> y'all that ass? Y'all, like... I've been playing Lemonade nonstop, and that should change my life, but y'all nominated me, y'all. Yeah. Y'all gave this to me? Okay. I'll take it, but I know I don't deserve it. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, again, and the irony is that Beyonce is still one of the most nominated and awarded artists in history, yeah. right? And at the same time, you just, at the same time, you still see how they try to, like, smudge, smudge that or, like, yeah, you know, it's like, oh my goodness, she's so so awarded. Like, let's just stop. They they don't want to yeah. give her, you know, whole her credit, her reward, her credit. And stuff they like don't want to give time. her her credit. It's like yeah. instead of it's like instead of eleva- having ele- everyone else elevate to match that type of work ethic, that type of creativity, yeah. and that type of output. It's like, oh man, she. It's what you know. Again, it's, it's what, what they're, they're doing, doing with, to Simone Biles. Exactly what I'm, exactly what they're doing with Simone Biles. It's like Simone Biles is doing things in gymnastics that people thought were impossible, impossible to do, and she's out here doing them. And these white judges and everything are just like, we have no idea how. Like <laughs> we we didn't think these were conceivably possible, right? But instead of you know giving her her credit, giving her flowers, you know, acknowledging the, her greatness for doing the impossible. Yeah. Right? They're, they're trying to like snub her and be like, yeah, so we're not really going to count that or we're going to meet these like these type of moves illegal for future, comp- future competitions and stuff like that. It's like, are you serious? Are you serious right now? This reminds me also um, another tangent about an athlete. I really cannot remember her name. It's a black woman runner who naturally her testosterone oh, levels are I've high. Heard about that. Yes. So they banned her from running. Yeah. So oh, um, I know exactly who you're talking about. I'll look up the I name. But yeah, so she was an Olympic runner. You know, she was. She was blowing the competition out the water, and they were like, "You know what? I don't know. You seem like you got too high testosterone, right?" And this goes into the whole thing of like making black women seem very masculine, more masculine than they actually are. There's, yeah. there's so many layers that come to that, you know. Um, and this is—I have no—I have no doubt this is also going to turn into. This is going to reinforce a lot of like transphobia when it comes to sports and stuff like that you know but even just for this it's like oh yeah so if you're just they created a rule after i think she won um that if your testosterone as uh, see and even even in my wording i I don't want to word this improperly because i don't want to come off as like transphobic right but the 
like even if you're not even if you're not taking testosterone as a drug right Mm -hmm. if your testosterone levels are above a certain limit you cannot qualify for the olympics that's just dumb right yeah so even if you know and again no one banned michael phelps right because his body just seems like he's a freaking mermaid and it was his body (laughs) is built specifically for one thing like naturally his body is seems like it was designed for swimming right and for that one thing but no one tries to you know disqualify ban him ban him or disqualify any of those attributes from being able to participate in the olympics right but we have these women these black women whose body are seem to just be built for running built for competition right built for athleticism but we're going to penalize that so it's 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 wild and crazy and you know Again, that may seem like a far off tangent coming from like this this talk about Juneteenth, but it it all it, connects. it, uh, it all connects. It all because connects. Everything's we're talking connected. about, you know, we have we having this going on with the Olympics in which, you know, we're being banned. We're having this going on with Simone Biles, you know, where they're trying to, you know, ban her from being able to do her, her you know, these impossible moves at the Olympics, right? That only she can do. Right. We have all these different things going on on top of all these other things that we mentioned previously. But, you know, we'll make Juneteenth a holiday and then everyone gets some paid time off and gets to go to the bar and celebrate and have these drinks and stuff like that. And it's like, again, on the, and, and again, it's like, you want, you almost want to be happy for it. It's like, yeah. I want to be able to have Juneteenth off. I want Juneteenth to be a paid holiday. Me as a black American person, right? To be like, yeah, we should have, this should be a national holiday. We should have, we should be off, be able to have it off and celebrate similar to like the 4th of July. You know, I should be able to just go in my backyard and barbecue and do whatever, do all the way I, however I celebrate Juneteenth. With it, whether it's with a barbecue, whether it's with a party, whether it's with something more educational, like whatever it is, right? But at the same time, because all these other things are going on and in the context of everything that's going on, it's, it's just sour. And again, it feels more like a, instead of feeling like a momentous occasion, it feels mm-hmm. like a spit in the face. Yeah, it's like they put a Band-Aid. They're just putting a Band-Aid on all of the issues and they're they're basically just trying to run away from it, whitewash it, as you said before, you know? And yeah. that's the problem I have with, like, the government and this is why I don't trust the government, you know? Because at the end of the day, they do things to benefit themselves, whichever makes them the most money, whatever makes them stay in power. They don't really care about Black people, no matter if you're Democratic or Republican, it really doesn't matter. They don't care about us, you know? Um, and so we can't expect these same people who have literally built systems and laws to put us down, to be the same people to liberate and try to help us, you know? Like fundamentally from the root, the government is a problem, you know? And yeah. it, it doesn't, it's never going to benefit the black race. 
is never going to benefit people of color. They will continue to use other people of color to put down black people, especially mm -hmm. black people and especially dark black people, you know, dark complexion black people, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, they do not see us as people because from the root, from the very beginning, they only wanted to benefit themselves. Only the white race needs to propel and move forward and be protected, you know? Um, so that's why, like, for me, it's not surprising that they're trying to do this. And for me, like, something, like, I was even thinking about as we're talking about this, talking about this is like, oh, well, what if we can make Juneteenth possible, but only Black people get the paid day off <laughs> and, like, everyone else has to work? And then I'll Honestly, be like, oh, my I God, and all the riots and shit that would just come about that, and I'll be like, oh, yeah. God. Here we go. Honestly, I, wouldn't, I would not be against that. Right, and it's no, not something. I wouldn't either. Yeah, yeah and to be no, honest, I wouldn't even. Would I wouldn't. It. I wouldn't even be against it for other groups. You know, um, I yeah. wouldn't be, particularly when it comes to like other racial or religious groups when they have very specific sac sacred holidays and stuff like that. Yeah, that only those people who are within those groups have those those days off with you know paid like those paid holidays, right? Mm -hmm. Um. And in a similar vein, yeah, it would be great if Juneteenth was like, you know, a thing where it's just like, yeah, <laughs> only black people, you know, yeah. are really participating in this because this is personally very specific for them. Again, that's, yeah. I, that's like wishful thinking. And again, it is very wishful thinking. I understand that some people are going to look, are going to listen to this and be like, you guys, you know, you're just being Debbie Downers or you're being super negative or this, like, we've wanted Juneteenth to be a national holiday for, you know, a few years and now we're getting in. Can't even be happy for that. I know there are going to be some people who are like that. And again, it's not that, it's not that we're necessarily upset at Juneteenth being a national holiday on principle by itself. Again, it's the, within the context of everything else that's going on. It's like, if all these, like, again, if all these things weren't going on, if they didn't take, take the time to, like, okay, during the time in which we're trying to ban us from talking about race mm -hmm. and how race impacts us within our schools and that we're trying to disenfranchise Black people um, and take away their rights to vote, you know, by whatever legal means that we have, like, if it wasn't within the context of all these other things happening, Sure, yeah. it would be great, but again, because because they're deciding to do this now, amongst all these other things that they're doing, again, it's a hollow gesture, right? And it's a hollow gesture that we can't even take real comfort in because we know that these other things are going on. So it's like, yeah, you know, I'll like again, sure, we'll take our paid time off. We're still going. We're still going to celebrate Juneteenth the way we celebrate Juneteenth, right? So that was never in question. It's not like suddenly we, we won't enjoy Juneteenth. We won't celebrate Juneteenth or anything like that. No, we're still going to celebrate Juneteenth the way we celebrate Juneteenth. But as far as all these other things that are going on, right, we recognize that this is a hollow gesture, right, that this is definitely going to be turned into an attempt by corporations and everything like that to try to commodify Juneteenth and turn it into just this capitalist, you know, thing, right? An attempt to make it the new Cinco de Mayo. But 
is just recognizing that all of that is going on, right? And just because we recognize that something is going on, you know, doesn't mean that we're going to stop ourselves from trying to find our joy in Juneteenth by any means necessary. Like yeah. more than one thing can be true. Exactly. It's kind of like with Thanksgiving, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Like, you know, like how it's supposed to be, it should, it, it's a like, celebration like, of how like pilgrims <laughs> literally stripped Native Americans from their actual culture, root, everything. Exactly. But yeah, we celebrated like, oh my God, it's to give thanks, give thanks yeah, to the what? Ultimate, <laughs> yeah, the ultimate lie of Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. And, you know, how it was taught to us. And again, that's something that, that a lot of people don't want to happen to Juneteenth. They don't want Juneteenth to be this thing where it's like, thanks, where it becomes like Thanksgiving or Columbus Day or Cinco de Mayo, mm -hmm. where it has, where it's become commodified and it become whitewashed. And it's now yeah. about this and thing that doesn't really actually correlate with the actual history of what happened. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen, you know? At the end of the day, it's gonna sound very discriminatory, whatever. But white people <laughs> will always get their hands on every little single thing, you know. And even if, if it's not supposed to be for them, you know, like Juneteenth, if it were to be a holiday, you know, like um, you know the fight with the whole Columbus Day versus Indigenous Day, you know. Um, there's always they're always gonna like when it comes to this, always gonna find a way to capitalize on it. They're always going to find a way to put themselves in something that they're not supposed to be in, you know? Like, mm -hmm. you guys have your own thing. Let us have our thing. Let us celebrate. Let us mourn. Let us do our thing, yeah. you know? Why is it that you always have to be in every single thing that each race does, you know? Like, why do you feel so entitled? Like, you were not a slave. You did not suffer like we did. Or you didn't suffer for Asian people who were called, like, chinky-eyed or everything. You did not suffer those slurs or anything. No, so leave Asian holidays alone. Leave Black holidays alone. Leave Spanish holidays alone. Like, just leave uh, certain holidays alone. Like, you don't need to be in everything, you know? And that's the problem. That's why, like, I, I could see now, like, yeah, it's going to be a problem if Juneteenth became, like, a holiday holiday. Unfortunately, you know, because I feel the same way. I would love for it to be a holiday that's actually acknowledged. But, like, people also are not educated on this people do not have an understanding of it. So you're going to have people just come, you know, the conformers, as I like to call it, just, you know, going with the wind and going with the flow of things without really knowing their history. You're going to have white people infiltrating the holiday and just making it all about themselves. Um, you're going to have people who are not going to appreciate it too. You know, it's like, okay, so what? Kind of like um, the importance of voting, how some people don't appreciate how important our ancestors fought for us to vote you know, both for women and for Black people, but you're going to have people who are like, okay, so what, <laughs> you know? Um, so it's things like that, that it makes it hard to, like, have Juneteenth be an actual holiday that's celebrated because it's, it's probably not going to be taken seriously or it's going to be stripped away of its importance, you know? Yeah. And that's a problem. So, but I, I do think what we're doing now, it's okay, you know? Like, start to educate people on Juneteenth, like, have workshops, do these creative things that we're currently doing now, but to make it a holiday, it's going to be whitewashed. It's going to lose. It's, you know, important. Yeah. So yeah. I think... It's definitely going to lose its 
significance. Um, White people as a whole find it like it's their biological imperative to make themselves the center of everything. like there's no aspect of life that they don't want to be in. Mm -hmm. There's no aspect of life that you can bar them from entering. No matter what, they'll find a way to insert themselves and dominate what's going on. As we see like things like white journalists who decide they're the mouthpiece for communities when they should be elevating and disseminating voices from those communities instead of taking, doing the little jump in, learn some stuff and decide they're the experts on the community. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. it's, and it's funny because I do think there's a way, you know, like if, like if Juneteenth does become a national federal holiday, right? Again, it's not going to be like Juneteenth being a federal holiday isn't the worst thing in the world, right? Yeah. Like that yeah. in and of itself isn't isn't a bad thing. Um, again, it's just these other things tied to it, right? That are like distasteful and everything else. But if this is going to be something that's going to be nationally recognized it would be nice for this to be treated the same way it would be nice for this to be treated the same way that the country treats september 11th right on december on september 11th you know on every time you flick to any news channel it's going to be a memorial going on and i think something like that were happening right when it comes to like all of these news stations and all these other things again it's almost like for like the nation as a whole and for like all everyone else that's not necessarily you know black in celebrating Juneteenth how they celebrate Juneteenth it's almost used as a day of remembrance and reflecting on what this country did and where we are now I think if we were able to do something like that. Um, again, that's just kind of my opinion, and I'm kind of just like, it's not even a completely fleshed out idea yet, just more of a concept of an idea. But like, I do think there are ways that Juneteenth as a holiday can work without it becoming this super whitewash, super capitalist propaganda thing you know, in the way that, you know, Thanksgiving has become this, like, commercialized, whitewashed thing. Another thing that I saw, like, on social media, somebody posted, and it was, it was, like, a screenshot being shared of, like, remember now Juneteenth is gonna now be something that's gonna be, uh, large chains and brands are going to start selling Juneteenth themed stuff. So make sure if you're going to buy Juneteenth themed things, buy from local black business owners or online black business owners, support black businesses kind of thing, instead of buying it at your local Walmart. Exactly. You can buy from, again, your community, 
So all the people in your community who have been selling Juneteenth gear and have been selling, like buy from those people or go on Etsy and find people that you can buy things from. Or you can go um, on different, like you can find different black owned shops and websites to go mm-hmm. to. Uh, one thing, website that's been floating around Twitter is, I think it's wecelebrateblack.com and they just have all like Juneteenth gear and everything like that. Um, nice. Oh, like, you know, nice. And I, and I can like verify that. Let me just. Yeah, please. Let me just take or one listener. second. <laughs> yeah, so it's, yeah, it's wecelebrateblack.com. Again, uh, black owned and they sell different like Juneteenth uh decor if you're having a party or something like that so they sell different Juneteenth uh, uh, decor and everything like that so again if you're going to if you're going to buy stuff and celebrate I'm not saying that you shouldn't or you should you know celebrate Juneteenth the way you want to but make sure like Juneteenth is about us it is for us by us so make sure that you know you're not going out to Target or Walmart or any of these big brands that suddenly want to act like they care about Juneteenth you know make sure that we're buying from us yeah yes because we need to feed each other Mm -hmm. you know you every single race race does that for themselves you know Asian Spanish like they buy from each other it's black people need to do the same support one another and it's all about you know us being educated on that you know and I think we're starting to like you know a lot of People are supporting black businesses from what I've seen. So slowly, but surely. <laughs> and so, you know, we don't want this episode to put a downer on anyone's Juneteenth celebrations, right? I want all of my black people out there. I want all of my black Americans out there, everyone who identifies as ADOS or whatever out there. And even my non-American black folks out there, right? I want you all to have a amazing Juneteenth, you know, turn up or take the time to relax and, you know, practice some self-care. But I want all of my Black people to have a great Juneteenth, you know? That's right. Um, yeah. Again, sure, there's a lot of controversy that's happening around this, but I don't think that should dampen our celebration. Right, so let us go out there and celebrate the way we want to celebrate, and have a really good Juneteenth. That's right. Have a great Juneteenth, y'all. Right. Happy Juneteenth. All right. So once again, make sure you guys follow Cozy Chat Podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Cozy Chat Pod, and if you, you know, were interested in what we were talking about today, and if you want to send us any articles or you want to access for any of the articles that we uh, were going through as we were kind of researching the today's topic and everything like that, feel free to send us an email at cozychatpodcast.gmail.com, right? And as always, you can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at youngroyalty580. You can catch me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, Sash underscore Marguerite. Yeah, for me, I'm a little complicated. Um, you could find me on Instagram um, and YouTube as Maxine Antoine. Instagram specifically is Maxine underscore Antoine. And then for Facebook, it's NBA Productions NJ. <laughs> but it's all Maxine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. 
once again, we hope you all have an amazing day, have an amazing Juneteenth, and we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.